Hi ladies, welcome to Cat's Prayer Corner. I'm going to be discussing 1 John in the Bible today. It, it really drew my attention when I was uh, reading Jesus Calling. I had, um, that is my daily devotional, Jesus Calling, and it's been my daily devotional for years. I just recycle it because it's so good. And as you know, scripture can mean something different at different times and different seasons in our lives. So I was reading it, and this is a couple days ago. So if you have Jesus Calling, it was on the 28th of July. But let me read it to you because it really like sparked some good feels when it comes to understanding what Reiki is and what under, understanding... Um, just the value of God's light that can penetrate so deeply into our human bodies and supernaturally, you know, heal us of all things if we give it to him. And John discusses this in, um, in first John, uh, let me read it to you how the author introduces it before I go into what John says though so she says and this is in as if Jesus was talking okay so this is in um, as if Jesus was writing us love letters kind of you know uh, a lot of people know about Jesus calling but if you don't it's written by an author Sarah Young she has many types of devotionals Jesus always I think is one of them but in this one, she says, let my love seep into the inner recesses of your being. I want you to just think about that. What are these inner spaces in our being that God really needs to light up for you, for us? You know, where are we hiding our secret sins or our secrets or um, our shame you know these are those spaces right do not close off any part of yourself from me I know you inside and out so don't try to present a cleaned up version of yourself I like that we get cleaned up and we go to church and you put on your best everything and um you know, you wear a certain uh, personality where, wherever you go, right? And so maybe you clean it up for work or you clean it up for an interview. You clean it up. You know what, what she's saying when it means a cleaned up version of ourselves. And it's interesting because God is like so very powerful. He, you know, same God we serve today was the God that parted the Red Sea. You know, he's supernatural. He can do anything. And so... We ask him to, you know, come within us and, and clean us up and help us be able to come to him as our authentic self, the one that he can, you know, truly bless, tend to wear pride or arrogance or uh, self-pity. You know, we wear a lot of different um, emotions and they are ways of kind of protecting our hearts, but do we open those 
doors and allow God into the spaces that are truly, when you sit by yourself in the bathroom going potty, the person you are at that moment. Not that you need to go potty and pray, but I mean, honestly, it's a good place to pray or in the shower when you're alone and you're naked, like you're naked of all of who you are. That, that person right there. That's when you get on the knees and pray and Lord, this, this person you have made me, that you, you knew me before I was born, you know, you called me by name. What is my authentic self supposed to be doing with this life? Check in with him, you know. Jesus is the advocate of our sins. He died for our sins. He knows. We, they know. God knows. They're very well aware that we are going to sin. That's why God gave us Jesus. So, so in this, it's the cleaned up version, right? Like, do not clean up. Come to him dirty, gross, broken, no sin you've ever done can scare God. You know, he's seen it all. So don't let your sins and the things that hold you back in, in you know, your, in yourself that makes you not feel good about yourself, bring those things to God, you know. So I like that a lot. It really stuck with me of all the, all the devotionals I've been reading. This was the one where I was like, I'm definitely doing a prayer corner on this. <laughs> All right, so it says, Wounds that you shut away from the light of my love will fester and become wormy. Secret sins that you hide from me can split off and develop their own lives of their own and can start controlling you without you even realizing it. And, you know, these are small little tiny things that happen, but they kind of open the doors to bigger and worse things. Whatever it is for you, you know. And the devil, he loves those little cracks in the doors, you know. He will take full advantage of that, you know. Somebody who's struggling struggling maybe with, like, lustful thoughts or, you know, maybe um, things like that. And then you go on Instagram and it's, like, all these hot Instagram models, you know. That's kind of like a tug. You know, these are just simple things, but... The world is run by the devil, and we, it's so hard for us humans. We're in this world to choose to live in God's light fully, right? And so when I, when I do Reiki and I talk about God's light and I work with the girls um, on my table, I talk a lot about, like, self-authenticity, you know, like who you really are, and that's our solar plex that's, in, that's a yellow color, in our solar plex um and you know you feel you know all of your mistakes in your life or the things that make you feel not worthy you know this is your self-control this is your self-esteem you know so when I work with people on my table I really like to light up this spot it's con directly connected to the heart so your intention, the love, the love that we are called to have for one another and for ourselves, we are supposed to love ourselves, not hate ourselves. And so filling up light into that space and really giving back, 
using the light of God and, and praying over being your authentic you, there's a shift. If there's a, a good intention, there's a shift in your energy body and it helps you be more light. So God is light. And this is what John talks about in 1 John. Uh, Sarah, the author, finishes with this. She says, open yourself fully to my transforming presence. Let brilliant love light search out and destroy hidden fears. That's a good one. Fears love to stay in our body as dark energy and they can consume us and grow. So we always, when I work with women on my table, we try to pull out all the fears wherever they may be. You know, they all sit different places in our body. Uh, this process requires time alone with me, Jesus. As my love soaks into your innermost being, my enjoy my perfect love, which expels every trace of fear. You know, the opposite of fear is faith, and faith can be hard because it's something unseen. And unless you you have your eyes open and you see all the beautiful things that work out for you on a daily basis, and not see them as maybe a coincidence or luck, but you see them as blessings, you know, that you can really see God in watching him move in your life as well as you can really see him uh, in other people, you know. And, and if you pray, hey, God, I just need help being around this person who triggers me, and then you go into a situation where you're with a person that triggers you and you are, are filled with grace and peace, you know, that's gifts from the Holy Spirit. This is, you know, these are answered prayers. That light, that love, light from God. God is love. God is light. God is love and light. So when we work with love, true feeling of love, you know, the true feeling of love. Who do you love? How do you love? What, what do you love the most in your life? Take a second. Check in. Feel the feeling of love. Feel that feeling. Feel it. Now know that that feeling is God. There he is. That's God. And if we continue to try to feel that feeling through prayer and trying to connect to him, that will extend through his grace through us to be able to love those that are a little tricky to love. This is not of your doing. It is by your faith for sure, but it is of God's will, of God's doing. So I do ask you to pray for the people that you don't like. I know that's tough, and if you are trying to learn how to do that, go back to who do you love, what do you love, how does it feel, Sit in that feeling, spend some time in that warmth, light, and then put the person that you cannot feel love for into that space for a minute and allow them to receive God's light and bless you at the same time. Again, it's supernatural, so you probably think you can't do it, and you can only do it through God, which is rad.
right? We have like the God that parts seas and Jesus did a, so many miracles. You can't, they did, there's not enough books in the Bible to be able to hold all the miracles Jesus did. You know, he cast out demons with a look. I mean, powerful. Same Jesus in your heart with the Holy Spirit. Same Jesus. Same dude. Same guy. Same man who loves you. And he's within you. And it's powerful. And that's where faith comes in. But he will not let you down if you take that leap of faith. And I know this from experience. I just celebrated my three years of uh, no booze, no drinking. Man, I've never felt better in my life. Unbelievable. But again, supernatural, not of me. Self-control comes from the Holy Spirit. Self-control, again, is the solar plexus. So we breathe in the Holy Spirit into our solar plexus like, oh. I don't want to eat that cookie, Lord. <laughs> Fill me with yourself, with self-control, with the Holy Spirit. I mean, you know, and for me, it was like, please don't let me pick up another glass of wine, you know. Lord, I need you supernaturally to help me in that space. So, yeah. So, I just love what Sarah wrote in this one. And then the scripture that she turns us to is 1 John 4, 18. And it says, there is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. So, like, love, is, it's, like, so corny. Love is the answer, you know. But, and, you know, the truth will set you free. But it's so true. Love is the answer, you know. <sighs> It's incredible to me that it can be so hard and yet so simple. So, uh, John continues, For fears brings it... <laughs> yes, Jack. It's okay. Kids. <laughs> but I like to know... I like that he knows what I'm doing. Like a prayer corner, uh, talking about Jesus and stuff. He was telling me that... Olive is eating her lettuce, and it's really cute. <laughs> anyway, so John continues, For fear brings with it the thought of punishment, and so he who is afraid has not yet reached the full maturity of love. You know, there's a maturity in our faith. Um, you know, we, we spend more time with God. We spend more time digging in the Bible, connecting the dots and searching for him this begins to really build the maturity of our faith and um, through that helps us build the maturity of love and being able to love because we are receiving God's love within us you know asking you shall receive he says pray the doors will be opened if the door if the right doors are supposed to be open when you pray for them it will be in his time they will be and uh, that's the faith. All right, Lord, we know it's hard to be patient, but we trust you. If it's your will, give me a sign or give me a door. Slam a door if you don't want me to be doing something, you know. Um, so, yeah, so 
For fear brings with it the thought of punishment, and so he who is afraid has not yet reached the full maturity of love, is not yet grown into love's complete perfection. We try to be as close as we can to Jesus in the way he wants us to live our lives. Um, of course, he never sinned, and we do, so that, but we bring those sins to him, right? And God, he won't ever trick us. He will test us, but... There won't be tricking involved. If you are short on cash, but you give that dollar, you know, he's going to bless you for that. That's like kind of tough stuff, you know, just sim simplify it, you know. Um, and then ask him to like open up your eyes and see the blessings he's put upon you, you know. I just love that because there is no fear in love and coming to a mature love, a mature faith is freedom, freedom in your self, freedom in anxiety because you know what, God will handle it. Sure, he wants you to do stuff. He doesn't want you to just sit down and go, oh, God will take care of it, but he's going to move you in the right directions to do the right things through prayer. Also, what I thought was pretty super cool is, and I'm new at digging in the Bible, um, that John, the Apostle John, he's got to be my favorite dude in the Bible that is not Jesus, of course. Um, loved Jesus so much. Oh, my gosh. He just loved Jesus so much and didn't really care about anything else. And I'm like, you're my type of person. And uh, anyway, he was... Um, he loved him so much that, man, there's a lot of books that he wrote. He wrote the Gospel of John. He wrote John 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, and then a piece also of Revelations. And then, and I just learned all this. I just, and I've got a Bible that is the translation Bible. So it kind of gives you a lot of backstory about all the apostles. And I'm real interested to know you know, who they were and how they worked. And I'm getting into acts of apostles here soon, so I'm definitely popping on to talk about stuff that interests me <laughs> uh, and hopefully interests you. Um, anyway, I just thought it was so beautiful to, to hear John, who has walked with God, walked with Jesus through it all. He was his apostle. He was there through his miracles. He was there through his teachings. He was there for his um, crucifixion. He was, you know, the Last Supper, the crucifixion, the resurrection, you know. Um, and, you know, he was one of the couple of, of apostles and people that were able to actually see Jesus ascend into heaven. You know, so he was, and then when Jesus came, you know, back from when he was resurrected, he had many moments with Jesus from that point too before he ascended into heaven 40 days later so he just was up in God's business like he was so close to Jesus it's incredible so I'm very fascinated to like hear what he's got to say if anybody has a good opinion about it it was him and also he lived the longest of all the apostles I'm still learning and I'm still reading but I thought that was really neat. He was able to live into an old, old age. He was exiled, but um, he wasn't like beheaded or, you know, in some sort of um, horrible death, you know. So God 
Jesus certainly did love him. And he did say in the gospel that, you know, which he wrote, which is funny, um, that (laughs) the disciple that Jesus loved most, he told people, he called himself that. So I I don't know, I just think it's funny. So anyway, I'm getting up in um, reading some of different First uh, John and the Gospel John I finished and I just want to say God is love God is light you don't have to do this on your own he is like waiting for you to be like hey can you help me out um, and like relax in that freedom relax in that grace of God bringing him your authentic you bring him your dirty deep secrets that you you know, may have inside of you, release them. And then once you do that, and if you need help, I'm available with my Reiki. I do do distance, and I just got a store that I'm going to be working at called the Green Bodega, and I'm still doing house calls too. So if you're looking to feel the light and, you know, kind of have some energetic cords pulled out of you of the shame and the guilt and the fear and the disappointment all that stuff make an appointment with me Uh, just text me or message me but I'm here for you and I just want to be an advocate for Jesus and God and be like girl it's the secret and if you need prayer get on my text I text about 15 different friends during the week and check in and so I'm here for you guys, and I'm excited that God has chosen me to do this line of work in my life at this point in my life. So I just want to pay it forward. All right. I love you. God is night. God is love. Go love your people. Go pray for people you don't like, please. Try it out. See how God blesses you when you do it for the peace that you feel after you do that. Just try it out. But you got to mean it. You can't be like fake, fake meaning it. You got to actually mean it. I'm going to pray with us and I'm going to say goodbye. And hopefully, I think I'm going to be starting a podcast. I mean, I'm already a YouTube channel, but I think podcasts are kind of fun. So I have Let's Party Prayer and Punk Rock with Drew. If you don't know, check us out. We talk about movie and TV reviews and music and uh, kids and sex and family and Drew's super funny, and uh, especially um, scripture and prayer and God stuff, too. So let's party prayer punk rock plug. And now let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your love and your light and your goodness and your pureness that is of access to us through faith. And so I ask anyone who has a is watching this, anyone in my life, all the people, Lord, everyone that can accept you and feel you that they can and they they will and that they will hop on to the love train that will help us feel better and to bless other people, Lord. And I ask that you put a protective shield around our hearts to protect the goodness that you have created within us. Help us walk down your path for our lives as you have called us by name. I love you. Thank you, Jesus, in your name. Amen.
All right, guys, thanks for joining me. If you made it this far, I'm super stoked, and I just love you for praying with me and being on this journey of cats. Prayer corner.